Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited you decided to join us. Um, before we jump in today, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish. The most innovative, you know, technological machine you'll ever find, and it's so easy to use. You know, we have three of them. We love them. Um, they they they're always they always giving to the community, but they're always innovating on their own on their own products too. So go over and check them out. Mention Coach Unplugged, and they'll give you a four hundred dollars off for Coach Collins. Um, and also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It is the one stop shop for basketball coaches. It's got everything you need to become a better basketball coach. We always tell our players that we want them to work on their craft. Well, are you working on yours? And that's one of the ways I've worked on my craft. It's something, you know, from someone that's been, that's coaching a nationally ranked team that has won numerous state titles that has done those things. This is what, you know, I spent several years putting this together of things that would, that I could share with the world to make coaches better. And the roadmap will take care of it and we'll walk you through everything you need. So go over and check it out. And just in closing, if you like this podcast, go over and check out High School Hoops. Go over and check out the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast. Go over and check out Funnel Down Defense Podcast. All of them are great. Um, and leave a five-star review. We'd love that. All right, have a great day. Let me record this so I can, I can send it to you. Um, good. You know, tired. I'm just tired. I don't know. That, uh, that time of year, huh? Yeah, it's, I'm getting old. That's the oh, problem. Getting old. Okay. I'm getting old. I'm getting old. How anyway, old are you? I just had my birthday yesterday. Actually, I'm uh, just turned fifty six. So, oh, well, the happy belated birthday. Thank you. Yeah, it was great. My my daughter was in a in like a professional Christmas carol at at our thing, and uh, I got to go see opening night on her on my birthday. So it was great. It was a great birthday. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, it was very cool. So. But anyway, I what I was telling my assistant coaches, I just don't rebound as fast. Like after yeah. a game and stuff, I I used in my thirties, I'd like I jump out of. It's like I don't rebound like. 
the rebound. <laughs> like all things, you know, that's the one thing I've noticed is I, yeah. I'm a pretty hyper person and very energetic. I'm just not rebounding as fast as I used to. So it's like, yeah, it is what yeah. it is. Um, so is your uh, so you must be you must have your team selected and yeah we're certified. only game we're game we're in the, we're one and two right now um, oh, you're last, already playing games yeah 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 oh, wow okay um, but oh half the country's probably halfway done with their season in high school oh really yeah not us um, games start next week next week us. yeah okay yeah I thought you had already played already uh, well see well. So this, so last year, you probably don't remember, but um, so last year I coached uh, fifth grade, eighth grade, and a high school varsity. I coached three different teams last year. Um, that was nuts. But uh, so this year, <laughs> this year I'm back just to uh, fifth grade. So my okay. youngest, he was a fourth grader last year playing on the fifth grade team. So this year I got him on the fifth grade team and I'll, I'll follow him up. Um, uh, through eighth grade but uh but yeah so so the the travel league for middle school that's that has started we've played three games but my middle son who's on the high school team they haven't started yet the high school games start uh this coming friday wow what state are you in massachusetts really and then yeah. when does it end mid-february that's a wow that's condensed. Yeah. I feel like we're condensed. Like we start in mid-November and get done, you know, end of March, end of February, early March, depending really? on late March if we go tournament. Yeah. Um, wow. That's no, condensed. this is short. I think the playoffs are yeah, towards the end of uh end of February. February. Wow. The travel, the travel season started the first games was the first weekend of December, and that'll go till mid-March for middle that, school. But that's a lot of yeah. I, yeah. I'm going to tell you from an old fart. I don't miss the old travel thing. Like when my kids were playing the youth, like, oh my God, where are we today? Like what town are we in? Like, I, oh my yeah. God. It's like, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. It was fun at the time, but it was like, holy cow. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Go, go ahead, coach. You got questions? You know, um, I booked a call because I knew by this time I'd have three games uh, okay. under our belts and, um, Figuring that I'd, I'd have some, but we won all three games <laughs> pretty easily, um, okay. and things are going things are going fairly well. Um, you know, it's it's tough because I think we had we had four practices before our first game, and uh, so you're just being very selective about what you try to get in, and you're really kind of trying to introduce stuff to them. Um, you know, just trying to have a, a man offense, a zone offense, um, teach them help defense, have an inbound play, press break. And so you kind of do what you can. And so now, now that we've got those under our belt, and thankfully, none of the three teams I focused on, on man offense, I showed them the zone offense we're going to run. And thankfully, none of the teams ran uh, a zone defense against us. <laughs> well, you could have run your man. It probably would have worked. Probably, probably, been. probably, but um, it wouldn't have been the end of the world. We just had to fast break a lot, but, um, but no, so far, so far, so good. So I guess, um, you know, what I'd like to, to pick your brain on, I mean, would be some plays, not necessarily for an offense, but like out of bounds plays. So, okay. you know, I'm always each year for the middle school kids, you know, I, I don't want to overdo it. I've learned that 
I've been doing this for 10 years and I've learned that less is more. And I'd rather have them get one thing down or two things down really, really well than have five or six different inbound plays that, you know. No, 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 no. I'd pick one out of bounds play and then you can vary off that. So will you see zone or man? Uh, we'll see a combination. Um, so I would say, but mostly, mostly we'll, we'll play, uh, we'll see man. The better teams will play man. Uh, the weaker teams that don't feel like they can match up, they'll throw a, a zone at us. So I would say more of a man inbound play. And I've tried different things that would have, I can teach them one inbound play that will have multiple options. Um, so so base, uh, what you think would be a good baseline out of bounds play that's got multiple options. And then a sidelines out of bounds play that would get us a three point shot if we needed it. Okay. So underneath I'd use it like a box. I'd do a basic box set. I really okay. would. Um, yeah. I mean, your fifth fifth grade, I wouldn't like I'd do a screen the screener. I wouldn't make it, and then you could change it where you do a side side gate or something. I mean, a box set is probably the easiest for them to remember. Okay. And they'll only have to remember a couple spots, probably. Um, if you keep it pretty basic. Is your objective to score or get it in? No, the objective is to score. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, when I ran my son's fifth grade, I would just stack it and I would just, we would do different things out of that stack. Okay. Because sometimes they'll just be able to pass it into them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the first guy's open, just throw it to him. And then, you know, um, I wouldn't count, I wouldn't like, literally i wouldn't i i would keep it super simple um you know if you stack it it's super simple because you just cut the opposite way and then whoever is the last one coming it comes down the paint usually gets it um i i wouldn't i would not yeah i wouldn't complicate i would stack it on the side out of bounds too the issue is can they shoot threes (laughs) in fifth grade yeah, they can, you know, I'm working with them on their shot form. Um, okay. You know, I'd, I'd rather, so in our league, it's um, use a full-size ball, um, okay. 10-foot hoop, you know, regular high school three-point line. And so, you know, can they get it there? Sure. Can they make some? Sure. But uh, like the last game we played, I think we were one for 10 for threes. And, uh, and I'm just like, so I'm, I'm focused on proper form and I'm trying to tell them, listen, if, if you can't, if you can't reach the hoop using proper form, form then I really don't want you to do it. But I mean, we live in the age of Steph Curry. And- uh, I get it. I get it. Let me show you. Let me show you here. I'm, and this is going to be bad because I don't have my pad here, but That's okay. Ooh, that was bad. Um, <laughs> okay. So side out of balance. Here's an easy one, especially if you do the box. Okay. I would stay with the box. If you do that for underneath. Okay, so this guy's not here. We'll do side first. Okay, so the easiest thing is just a couple screens. So this person screens for this one, and they go to the corner. That's your first three look. Okay, the second look, so he's screened. Then the second look would be these. this guy coming through these two guys screening. There's your second look. An elevator, yeah. Yep, and then the third one is this guy is the one that usually gets it. So you can put your best shooter here, your second best shooter here, your third best shooter here. And then if any of them get it in, your fourth best shooter is the guy stepping back in. 
So that's an easy three-point shot. So first is baseline guy coming across. Second one is through the elevator. Third one is coming back. Fourth one is guy stepping in. The only bad three-point shooter should be that last, um, that last, this guy over here. It should be your worst free throw three-point shooter is that opposite side. And then, like I said, on the bottom, I mean, I, but how I, is the, um, how is the inbounder getting a three point shot as a fourth? Cause opposite? he's stepping back in because as soon as he passes it here, he's stepping back in opposite this guy. Okay. So, so think about it. So the ball gets passed here. Everyone's going to swarm toward that person. He just steps into the open space. Oh, or, I see. You see what I'm saying? They yeah. forget about the guy throwing it in. So you're either passing to the guy coming out to the corner or the guy coming to the top to the elevator. Yep. Yeah. So this is one here yeah. and then two is elevator. Yeah. Three is this guy stepping because he can get it and sometimes get it. And then he, sh he shuffles it to, to this guy going either direction. He okay. could shoot it, but really your third option is this guy. Yeah. Okay. Because he grabs it, he's facing him, and then he just shuffles it to him, and he steps in for a three-pointer. Okay. One of those three will be open. Guarantee it. One of those three. As long as they set a kind of a screen. Right. So right. this is your smartest player and your shooter because he's got to make, do I make this one? Do I make this one? Do I wait for me? Right, right. Um, and then underneath, like I said. I wonder if it would be better to have the, uh, the weak side elbow on the screen. This cut guy? across and come over and kind of use the other guy as a screen. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, you could do that. I've I've found three just stepping in because they forget about it. They're worried about everyone else cutting. Yeah, they just forget about them. Um, yeah, and then underneath, I like I'm, you. There's so many variations you can do out of a stack, and it's easy for the little guys to remember. Okay, like I have him post, and then what we do is we just go opposite. Like if he goes here, then he goes here, then he goes here, and then he goes here. I'm telling oh, okay. you, it's just that easy. And then what we do is our variation is then we'll just curl. Like, so the ball gets out again. And again, this is, for, I wouldn't do this at probably eighth grade level or above. Actually, we did this for our scrimmage and we are able to get it in. Um, but anyway, I do the curl where this guy curls and he goes to the corner. And the next guy curls and the next guy curls this way. And then he steps in. So the key with that one, four is you want all four spots taken, right? You want the corner, the block, the block and the other corner. Okay. So you can just play with those. If they're if, again, it's fifth grade and it's probably man, as long as they're moving, they'll get it. I, I think the box set and all other things will take too long at that age to develop. Yeah, I think you don't want things you want like, and then what we'll do is we'll get we'll get fancy and like okay, you tap which way you want him to go, and then you're gonna go the other way. So right, if you right. tap his right hip, he's going right, you're going left, so they don't know, right? Kind of thing. So they think they're like anyway. <laughs> half of it's the selling it part of it, um, right? But that that three point line, that three point shot will work for sure. Yeah. Okay, all right, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good um, one. I, and I wouldn't, I'd spend little or no time on plays in fifth grade. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. do it. When I first started coaching, I had like a bunch of plays and like, that doesn't work. So I no, just press that. Can you press, can you press in that? You can press the last four minutes of each half. Yeah. So I'd work on your press breaks. 
So More let's talk about it. What would you do for a man press break? I mean, I've got what I do, but I'm curious what you would do. Um, do you have ball handlers? Yeah. Um, I'd go on teach up and what and run sideline. I can diagram it up for you, but I have a whole press break course in there. Go look at that sideline. Okay. will sideline the best, best dribbler throws it in. Okay. Yeah. And then he, then he gets it from a big, you move everyone to kind of the side. So I do that. I do a one, four set where you have two guys setting. I think that's in there too. Um, I'd run badge. I, I mean, I literally would teach them. So here's what I do in practice. And this will develop for when they get older is how many players do you have at practice? Uh, 12. And you usually have 12 show up? Uh, yeah, I'll have at least 10. Okay. So I'd go five on five, but I'd put six defenders on there and I'd go five on six and you can't dribble. Okay. Don't, let them, don't let them dribble the ball up. And what you're teaching them is those cuts here. Let me show you what I'm talking about. Um, is the key to a good press break. And this is this, this is a skill set I get my youth. Um, uh, um, is I get all my, um, is I want people cut, I want diagonal cuts. So let's say the ball enters here. And we're in like a one, four set. Somehow they get to these four spots. And again, I'm trying to draw on this horrible thing. But anyway, the ball goes here. I want diagonal cuts across. So we teach them diagonal cuts, diagonal cuts, diagonal cuts, diagonal cuts. We want them cutting across the front of the ball because the defender is never going to want to get beat deep, right? So when we don't let them dribble, we want them cutting up the cords so we always say diagonal cut in front of the ball and just keep doing that over and over and someone will be open because if i'm the defender i don't want this guy going deep on me so i'm always going to play on this side so when i diagonal cut i'm going to be open because i'm not going to play you here i'm not going to play you here because you got me at that point so you always want a diagonal cut on those on those cross things and then we always say give the give the passer. What I, I don't know. I have to click that. Uh, give the passer four. So like this. So when someone gets the ball, so someone gets the ball like right here, and so the ball's here, okay, and you're going this direction, okay. We want there's basically got to be there's there's angles like he's got to be able to pass here, here, or here. So yeah, we, I, I tell them that we need to have an option uh, sideline, middle, and back. back. And then they should be cutting to those and not standing. So if you don't let them dribble, they'll have to do this because they'll never get open. Yeah. The release is always the dribble, especially the younger gate. They like to dribble so much. <laughs> it's like yeah. it drives me bonkers. So that's what it will stop that, I think. And that will be, um, that will help you to press. I mean, if I'm better than you, I'm pressing you those eight minutes. Right. Yeah. I'm I'm coming at you because I'm yeah. better. It's the law of large numbers. I'm coming at you. Yeah. Um, so that's where I think, you know, spend time on that on that press break, I think will help a lot. Yeah. Yeah. The last game, it was kind of cool. We were winning, not by a ton. And then the first half. So we played two 16 minute halves and uh four minutes hit. And I just I show four. They know we're automatically pressing at four minutes. So I've got my fastest crew out there. 
and um, I had speed demons that would just put a ton of pressure on them. And I'm like, four minutes. And uh, the last game we played, we it just broke open. Like we were we were up by 20 in, in a matter of like a minute and a half. And we stole the ball like five, six times in a row and put it in, and um, which is good. And they tried pressing us, but they just, you could tell they hadn't practiced it. And the coach kind of gave, <laughs> he felt bad. He kind of right. He kind of just gave up. He didn't know what to do. And, um, but, um, all right. So, yeah, so I'll definitely, yeah, I like the, uh, the no, the no dribbling. And you said there's a, a video called sideline. And yeah. Go on to teach hoops under press break. It will be the, there'll be a whole course. And I basically, I was, I talked at a clinic maybe four or five years ago and did all my press breaks. Um, okay. but I would do sideline probably with them, but I'd keep, again, I would keep it super simple. Like, yeah. do not complicate. It's more about angles and how they're cutting. Um, yeah, I mean, basically, what I yeah, what I do is um, what I what I tell them is I'm not if it if it the ball goes in the hoop, I want to get that ball out of the net, get out of bounds, and pass it in right away. So I'm right. not I'm not a coach that wants to just take our time and set up a press break. I want to get it in. Go. Yeah. And then I've got um, two guys at the half court elbows. And then the other guys, I just have them banana cutting. And if you run the baseline, when you do a banana cut, one of them is going to be open. And then when right. it gets open, if it's over here, then this half court elbow, he's flashing to the middle. So we've got our sideline, we've got our middle. Yep. The guard that banana cut it and didn't get the ball, he now replaces that elbow. And then I've got the guy who passed it in is my uh, reverse, you know. That's so good. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've got, I've got sideline middle and back and right and then if he passes to middle then you just i always tell him so what i would do too with, yeah with that rotation i would do it with no defense out there just so they're jump stopping yeah sometimes when they're moving <laughs> they move too fast and you want them to go 100 miles an hour but you also don't want them to travel when they catch the, it's like all that the passing and the jump stopping is the hardest part uh yeah. sometimes at that age because they get going so fast their little bodies can't like yeah <laughs> yeah so do you think uh do you think sideline is is better than what what i kind of well sidelines if you're getting in trouble because you'll get your point guard getting the ball going full speed down an empty sideline which is fine if you're not having problems then i wouldn't i'd i'd, I'd maybe show them that it's pretty easy but um just kind of more keep it in my back yeah pocket keep it in your back pocket if you get in trouble and you need to get the ball to specific people that's when i use sideline as was i just use my regular press break and then we're fine okay um, I don't so now when it. you press if you were pressing with a fifth grade team would you do a man press or a zone press i do a man press and i'd run and jump and switch probably yeah yeah Which i is keep what it we really doing. simple because they're going to throw the ball away anyway right yeah <laughs> i say as soon as that ball handler gets it if he does a speed dribble, his head head is down. He's trying to race over half. Right from your guy and jump him. Right and right and let's get a trap there. Yeah, yeah. But I initially, just, out of the gate, the guy who's guarding the inbounder, he's following that first pass to go in the trap. Right. right. No, I like that. Yeah, I I do that. I yeah, I would keep it super. I mean, I just play full court man too. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't complicate it. I wouldn't yeah. complicate it. So what's your what's your press break if because a diamond and one is very popular we'll see a lot of diamond and one um, what's your what's your press break on a diamond and one 
That's the regular one that's in there. So it's, and again, it's because what they're going to try to do is take away that middle. Yeah. That's where the steel comes. So as long as you got guys cutting across in the front of it, you'll be fine. And a diamond, you should never dribble until it gets past half court. Right. There should be no dribbling. I mean, maybe dribble to initially when you get it in to kind of relocate yourself, but there will always be somebody open. And and I and I and I want them to know how long ten seconds is a long time, guys. Don't right, play. yeah. You might even be playing on shorter floors. Who knows? I don't know what you play it with. Yeah, some of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, sideways. It's not going to be eighty-four feet. It's going to be you know sixty-four feet, which is only thirty-two feet. You can get past that in ten seconds. Trust me. Right. Yeah. Take your time. Um, yeah. okay. So depending on the court. Okay. All right. Cool. Um. So you use the same, you use that same press break sideline, regardless if it's man or zone. Doesn't matter. It will work on both because it will, it will, yeah, you'll see it. Because what it does is it, it takes those two guys, moves them to the side, gets a big coming up to catch the ball. And then the point guard gets it coming in. Um, it will, so it's worked for 30 years. It will work. It will work. It will work. It will work. All right. I got to go coach. I got another one in about two minutes. Um, let me know. And then just text. Let Amy know, and she'll get you on the schedule again after you played right, some cool. more games. All right. Yeah. See ya. All right. See ya. Yep. Bye. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.